You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. All right, I see the recording button for the first time for season three. Welcome back, Courting Cuties, to another episode of Courting in Color. I'm Shatrice. Hey, y'all. I'm Luis, and we are so excited to be back for season three. It's like, you know, the three witches of Macbeth, the three fates, temptations, the temptations. What other threes (laughs) are there? (laughs) Yeah, the singers. Um, (laughs) um, The three wise men, the three... um, ooh, ooh, they're oh, stooges, the three stooges, the three stooges, um, three, uh, nah, anyway, <laughs> here we are, season three. three, three, oh, three girls, three girls and dream girls and Destiny's Child, well, the final yeah. version of Destiny's Child, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Destiny's Child, well, what have you been up to since we wrapped on season two, which honestly wasn't super, super long ago, like, I literally, like, today was like, Damn, didn't we just wrap up? But no, hmm. I guess it's been about a month. But it's, it, it's been a time minute. Is blown. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, so we recorded end of season two, like what mid-December. Um, so I mean the like, last month late December. Late oh, late December. You're right, late December. So literally the last three, four weeks have just been um a lot of um movie watching, Netflix watching. I finished the crowd. Yes, I'm honestly so proud of you and yeah. the amount of Netflix you've consumed. <laughs> I finished the crown. I like seasons two, three, and four. Um, I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I like I added a lot of things to like my rotation with like podcast yeah. listening. I have just been doing a lot of that. Obviously back at work, as Shatrice knows, I was really stressed a couple hours ago. Um, my reaction mm-hmm, to stress, mm-hmm. I think, is twofold. <laughs> it's either I want to eat everything in sight or I like get <sighs> so controlling about my time. I'm like, I cannot, mm. I get, I get like, I get, <laughs> I get the way I should have been in college and like live by my calendar. But when I get so stressed, I'm like, this is what I have control over is time. And so I become like, mm. if I'm not doing what I said I was going to be doing, if I'm not blocking out like the thing, if I'm not doing the thing I blocked out my time for, I get stressed. And so I'm a little bit better now. I've calmed down. I, got some things done I feel in a good place and also I think I just let it go and I was like you know what bitch like you're gonna have to stay up late so just accept it like it'll turn mm-hmm. order, you gotta do things to get it done and so this is what you gotta do to get it done you'll stay up late and that'll be fine just know cuties if the episode abruptly stops between one of our sentences know that Louise made us stop because <laughs> they were back on to having a strict amount of time but no I mean I think that's like adulting 101, understanding how you react to stress and knowing just things like that. It's just important to know those things about yourself. Um, and so good for you for taking a moment to take a beat and chill, but we'll 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 keep it brief. Yeah, what are you um, up to? For, for me, I well, okay, courting cuties, y'all can't see this, but Louise just got a little bit of a reveal. I honestly sometimes forget that I did this, but I completely removed a wall in my house, which I've never done before. Um, I've been building a fire pit and I'm almost done building a chair, but like I'm struggling with mm. one side of it. But I've basically become like Bobette, Bobette, Bobina, Bobby. Bobby female, the builder, like that's who I am right now. Like 
I was sanding things the other day. I've just gotten fully like these last four weeks. I've really like revved up my like DIY, like home renovation, home improvement hat. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm not watching HGTV, I'm usually like watching how to YouTube video or getting shit delivered as Louise knows <laughs> on my porch to like fix up whatever. And so I'm, I'm surprised really your Amazon delivery person I'm surprised your Amazon delivery person is like not your new best friend. Cause I know they must be tired <laughs> of delivering things to your house. Well, so it's funny. So I think it's this black guy and, and I did confirm that we don't have the fancy UPS cars. Cause whenever Amazon defaults to your address, it's always like, Ooh, it can be there tomorrow girl. But then when I have to change it to my address, it's like, well, we'll see you by the end of the week. Like it's always <laughs> like a little bit longer because yeah. I'm in this small ass town, but it's, I'm almost certain it's definitely that black guy. And I, I don't, I guess I feel bad necessarily, but I maybe a little embarrassment because he definitely delivered um, my spin bike in this massive box like a week ago and it is still on my porch. And I've ordered several Please. other things since then. I it's so heavy. Like it's still there. But, but, because I was like, fuck, I didn't, I don't know. I, I, I just, I knew it didn't come with the person to put it together, but like, yeah but did i know that like i don't like i was like wait so like i have to do this but then i'm like i can't even move the box so right. i have contacted a handy person who's going to assume i was like i can't and it was like raining yesterday i was like oh my gosh i could not leave this expensive ass bike on my porch for any longer so but also I'm it's there. fine also testament to you living in a rural town where you've left a very expensive bike on your porch <laughs> And nothing has happened to it. Nothing at all. I have these sheds that have never been locked. I'm like, this truly is country living. Like, the only thing I got to worry about is little Karens and Chads right. walking their freaking dogs. Because I did find dog poop the other day. And I was like, oh, I do not have an animal. Like, this is not my poop. Like, I don't want stranger poop in my yard or stranger, mm -hmm. stranger animal poop in my yard. And I know it wasn't a deer because I don't see deer like that. Anyway, so yeah, so that's what I've been doing, um, obviously back at work, but making these coins so I can tear down these walls and build them anew. Well, hire a contractor to build them anew. So yeah, well, you're saving it. a lot of money doing what you're doing, I'm, which is exciting. Yes, yes. Butch, the contractor, hey, Butch, um, told me if I tear down all the walls, I can save like $20,000. And I just was like, well... I don't see any other way of doing this. Like, I don't see myself not saving $20,000. Right. So challenge accepted. So I was just telling Louise, anytime anyone comes over, I hand them a hammer, a screwdriver, um, a saw, what you want, like tear something down, like get out all your frustrations on this house. And it is a bit cathartic to just like knock down a wall. Like it was kind of fun. So. I thought about this over the break. And I thought about one particular conversation that we had, which was like about us being like officially in our 30s and how I was like, so wait, like, so it's just like 40 is looming. And you were like, but you can stop me at 90. <laughs> like, we, were just, we were in all the feels about this kind of new age, literal new age, new decade. I um, mean, of course, your birthday's coming up. I don't know. If you, well, I'm sharing, we can always edit this out, but happy early birthday. Thank and, you. And so, yeah, I was like, you know what? That'll be kind of our question for the season. It's just talking about one adulting thing we've done 
this week so we can start to celebrate our 30s as opposed to like whatever the fuck we were doing last year. <laughs> I know. I was like reflecting. Oh my gosh. So a couple weekends ago, I had um, a couple of like friends over and we were playing this like it was like this drinking game. I actually would love for us to play it live and like we could record a whole episode, but it's like one of these like drinking games and you get to ask okay. each other like weird questions. It's like, uh, anyway, we like we drunk play. history. Yeah. But it's like, anyway, it's like all these party decks and, and all these things. Mm-hmm. But so many of the questions were making me reflective about like how I was kind of like hoeing to me, which is, you know, again, my definition of hoeing, like, mm-hmm that was like my mid twenties. Like I like, (laughs) that was just it. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I'm afraid of being normative in this new decade of my life. Like, you know, like Mm. hetero, I guess not heteronormative because I'm not like hetero, but like homonormative of like, you know, I got a house, I got a boyfriend. Like (laughs) I just like, this is it. And I'm like, oh no, like there's still a whole like life to lead. And obviously the pandemic. You can still like resurrect the hodem, you know, right. post pandemic if you yes, want to. Yes, <laughs> I, I have not done the. Have you seen the bus it down challenge? Yeah, I have not done that. <laughs> My yet. knees will not. Oh yeah, I'm just yeah. Um, so <laughs> yes, I don't want to settle settle into normativity in my 30s. Mm. I love this question because I think we can be as serious as like, I got breakfast. I today. paid my taxes. I paid oh, my tax yes. today. Um, so yes, I'm excited for this question. Yes. Okay. Well, answer. Was that your answer? <laughs> I don't know what my answer was. What is the one adult thing I've done what? this week? Please. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, you. Okay. Go. The adult yes. thing that I've done this week is really thinking about what I want to do with my money now that I have it. I was like seeing mm-hmm. this. I guess it was like this three chart thing on Instagram. Like, what do poor people do with their money? What do middle class people do with their money? And then what do like rich people do with their money? And it was like one of the signals of like middle class is like poor people spend their money, middle class people invest. And I forget what the rich one was. Cause I'm like, that's not me. But, but I was like, <laughs> and then what about that one? <laughs> what about that one? And so I was like, Oh, what does investing look like? And I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I also, I think I've, I think I'm, I'm, I'm part of acorn. Do you know what acorn is? Mm-hmm. Like the, I, um, it auto invests. Yeah. Uh, so I've been doing that for like a year. I don't know. Ooh, how what, much have you saved? A lot? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just it just, it just keeps taking $10 a month and I'm like. You know what? I don't know. I just pay for it. <laughs> it I, thought, I thought it was only supposed to take like 50 cents. Like. No, you can well, reset you spend it. $1.50. You can oh. reset it. So I'm like. Well, that was oh. smart of you. That was smart yeah, of you because bitch, I, I would have had like $2 in there. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't understand. Like, I don't know. So I, my adult thing that I've done this <laughs> well, week is thinking about investing. <laughs> and okay, what to do with my money. Thinking. There you go. It's an action. It's an action. It is an action. And I always, I'm like, I never, whenever I'm like, get really into something, I really try hard not to completely bombard like all my friends with stuff. But you have like taken a slight interest in finance. And so every time I look at something finance, I'm like, oh, should I share this with Louise? But I'm like, so I would say maybe two out of, I share one out of three times, I'll share it with you. Cause I'm like, okay, I don't want to bombard you. <laughs> with all of this stuff. Cause I just watched a video yesterday. I was like, okay, does Louise know this? But I was like, I <laughs> think, I think I've told Louise this before. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll be sliding into your Instagram DMs. <laughs> I know what a CD is. You've taught me what a CD is. What, and what's a CD? Com- compounded compounded no. disc. No. Compacted. No. 
Not yet. Yes. <laughs> I don't it know. is it's a compact a, so disc. I, I know what the concept day. is. Is a CD is okay. you, you you put money into it and you lock it away for a certain mm-hmm. number of years. Obviously, the longer the years, the better. It builds up interest over time, and you can unlock it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's a certificate it. of deposit. Oh, a certificate of deposit is a CD, but everything else you said is correct. So basically, I taught you the main important part. So it's fine if you Google CD, either compact disc or the financial <laughs> one will come up. So it's fine. <laughs> awesome. Um, for me, one adult thing, I did i was gonna say i don't know if this is adult or not i joined okay cupid um but i'm very i'm very confused about it like and we'll talk about that in another episode i was like it's just too much going on and i considered joining match bitch i don't even i'm like what i don't i do not know I don't know. I don't remember the last time I was on OkCupid because I was like, do I have an account? And they're like, girl, we don't recognize any of this. So I don't know if I've never had one or maybe I had one when it was first a thing. But I do know that one of my sorority sisters found her husband on there. So I'm like, as soon as I figure out all these fucking buttons and all these questions, I too shall find a husband. That's what I couldn't do. I couldn't do the question. So the last time I was on it, which was, I don't even know, a couple years ago, I guess at this point. But it was like, you had to fill out all these questions to get like a pretty accurate. Lots. Well, you had to, I think it was questions. like a hundred questions to get a pretty accurate, like accuracy percentage for the people mm-hmm. you were matching with. And I was like, girl, let me just pay $30 to Tinder <laughs> to get Tinder gold. Like, that's just, <laughs> that was just <laughs> easier. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. It's like, it's like a um, double-sided sword or flip of the coin. I don't know, whatever. Because yes, I look at the questions and I'm just like, Ugh. But then I look at some of these profiles and like some men really are like answering them. And I'm like, oh, oh. like it actually gives me something to engage with. But here's the, com- um, here's the confusing part. I'm like, but do you see it? Cause I don't know if I liked you. I don't know if I just like to uh. comment or your match. Did we match? Like, does that mean more or does it matter that we message? Bitch, I don't understand it, but I'm being an adult and trying to keep dating in my, in my peripheral periphery. Peripheral. I'm trying to keep, Thank you. I'm trying to keep dating in the peripheral periphery of my, of whatever, of my vision, because I'm just basically consumed with this house, but I'm like, I don't want to like finish this house. If you like, I have no one to share it with. Not that I don't, I don't think by the time I finish this house, I'll be like in, in an engaged relationship, but you know, whatever. I'm just like trying to balance things. Balance is why I got back on the apps. I'm still mm. not, I'm still, um, I was listening to a podcast and someone was talking about seasons of love and seasons of loneliness. And I was like, part of me does kind of feel like I'm in the season of loneliness, but not in that very sad, like, like the feeling of loneliness for me is very sad. And like, it's very like, I am alone. And I don't feel that way at all. I just don't necessarily feel as pressed about being in a relationship or finding Mm -hmm. one right now. Like I'd love to be in one, but the effort, exerting the effort to find one, I'm just not, not there just yet. But I might have a date this weekend. but anyway like so again it's in the periphery like I'm still like kind of doing it but I'm just like my eye is on my personal goals and my personal things and so and I'm okay with that shout out for the culture any cultural things that have been going on besides Michelle Obama's amazing inauguration look (laughs) I'm like trying to think I don't think probably there's no um did you see, I think it's uh, UCLA, there was a Black college student, uh, her gymnastics routine 
Did you see that? <gasps> oh my gosh, I follow her now. <laughs> yes, I definitely. Nia, it's Nia. I forget her last name because I know her Instagram is like N-I-A-A. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I said, oh, bitch, you are killing it. She was like doing everything, had some stepping in there. I was like, do the white judges even know how to like what? properly judge right. you? <laughs> like, do, like, do they, they, know do they what even understand on. what's happening? Yeah. Like when you Superman that hoe or when you like do whatever chance the rappers do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see that. I was very, very impressed. I was oh. like, ooh, talent. I was gonna say the only other thing that I was thinking of, which I'll let you take lead on, is obviously many of the Divine Nine had their Founders Day in the last couple of weeks. Yes. So I don't yes. remember all of them. So the shout out. <laughs> I'll turn it the over to you. The bulk of us. <laughs> the bulk of us do have our Founders Day in January, which is like part like if you aren't thinking about it, it's like, oh my gosh, what are the chances that we all were founded in January? But if you also think about like a full semester, an academic semester, like right. you're starting the new semester, you're trying to get these orgs started. So But did you see this newscaster? I'll have to send it to you if I can find it. But they were obviously talking about Kamala. Um, and they were talking about Kamala. Her, Kamala. They're talking about her being um, an AKA. But did you see this like black newscaster oh, skiwi ski- as no! like as part of his on air. On air. I was no, like, yeah, it was a black. I was so like, not a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha. So no, 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 <laughs> oh, not no. a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Incorporated. What? Was he white? No, he was a black He's man. He was a black man. No, 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 okay, he was a black man. It's like ridiculous for a black man, but it would have been fucking hilarious if it had been a white man. <laughs> but it just made me, it just made me think about like, obviously, you know, I don't mind the skiwi, but I'm like, it's just like. It's so fascinating <laughs> how often that'll probably come up. And I'm just like waiting for the one time it'll go wrong or it'll get misused and misappropriated. Like, you know, it's mm, about to happen. Mm. Well, it's so funny that you say that because me and Tim were just talking about that. Because, so like you said, um, sor- my store is the nice president or whatever. Um, and so people, Tim was telling me, people on Facebook, like, like random white ladies have been like, yes, my like I'm an honorary AKA. We're like, oh. no, boo. You can't make yourself an honorary AKA. Do you like, all have we no okay. stop. Do you and all so have like the... there's basically perpetrators, perpetrators. already happening. Do you, is it just the white sororities that have like no, it's not just the white sororities that have like honorary no we have them too like alicia keys is an honorary member for more information go to aka1908.org.com or .net (laughs) oh really (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) did they all link to the same homepage though at least yes yes yes. (laughs) so it's like it don't matter just get on there you'll you'll find your way to the homepage (laughs) google yahoo sorry right like it either as you could probably still ask jeeves and you would still get there it is all good. Okay, so I think we found all the cultural, re- culturally relevant things to shout out. So that's great. So are you ready to head into our first topic of season three? Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. And actually, this is the most appropriate time to use our type of music as a transition as it is, you know, the medieval, the Regency type music fanfare is very appropriate for this topic. Cuties, today we had to get season three kicked off with, I guess, like, what do you call it? Like a a Netflix box office? No, that's not a thing. Like, um, what do they call it when a, a blockbuster? 
black like when a movie does really well yeah that I think okay so. great even though it's a tv show so whatever yeah. it's a popular show on netflix <laughs> people have been streaming it apparently Shondaland. it was 63 million people shondaland like and honestly that is why i watched it but we'll get into all that so if y'all don't know what we're talking about we're talking about bridgerton bridgerton am i saying that right bridgerton yes. bridgerton bridgerton, bridgerton. bridgerton. Mm-hmm. i don't appreciate bridgerton. that name <laughs> at yes. all because it's just it's like Wimbledon, like, Wimb- right. and I see, and I didn't even say it right there. So whatever. Complicated for no reason. Anyway, so this is the show on Netflix. Spoiler, quick overview about the show. It's set in a Regency era, but the only difference between this show and most other shows like it is that there's Black people who are not servants. <laughs> like, there are Black people <laughs> in the show yeah. who are royalty. And, well, and I shouldn't say Black there are people of color. Like, there is a decent amount of Asian people, even though none of them had speaking lines, but that's whatever. Um, Wait, let me know when I can I, talk like, about my I don't know. Yes. Okay, yes. We will get... <laughs> I, I don't know if there's going to be more gripes and critiques than anything, but we're like, we have to be a part of the conversation. <laughs> we have to be part of the movement. So we are, you know, hashtag Shonda Lamb. We do appreciate her. And I... Anyway, okay, yes. So let me, sorry. So Regency Era show, the patriarchy, the fashion, diversity. I have air quotes, you can't see them. Um, basically, the whole premise is that royal ladies, duchesses, dukes, sirs, ma'ams, and all that good stuff have this season. I'm going to call it, liken it to like award season or thought season, hot girl summer season. <laughs> and basically, you know, it's their yes. version of hot girl summer season. And basically... You get your period. If you, you are only <laughs> that's what I mean, like, fucking with how this works. You get your period. We assume that everyone's a cishet woman. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you, as soon, what do they say? Their courses. As soon as you get your course, then bitch, they, they ship you out to get married. And so they, right. per, they parade you around. The queen gives you her stamp of approval. And then you go to all the balls, all the balls, 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 balls. And then you dance and you hope that when you go home and wake up the next morning that there's callers Where? at your door Who knocking down the door with flowers i honestly now, <laughs> now, right i was like so let's get into that part like honestly <laughs> the, the the all-time racism side <laughs> would you kind of want to yes. live in that society like Ooh, like all you have to do is like question all, like you, there's there's an education period then you get to like socialize and then you have a dance card that you wear on your wrist that people write on wouldn't you want that and then all you gotta do but is they cards? Home. yeah they were talking about like oh they they referenced a couple of times dance cards and it looked you couldn't really oh. tell but they had them on their wrist a little bit and they oh. wrote you could oh, is that how they people. exchange numbers i don't know i guess phones, so but. <laughs> but yeah like but then you could just all you do is wait at home for people to call you i love that part <laughs> like this right. is literally so obviously our show is called courting in color you know we're a little cheeky about it but this is like i guess the you know some some uh maybe colonized version of of the origins of courting and right. so i was like i'm kind of into it like so all your so what you're telling me is i just need to go to the party yes my whole family's gonna be there so like they're gonna kind of mess up my vibe but right. If you like me, you're going to say something. Like, you're going right. to make it known. You are coming to my house. You're not afraid of whoever else is, like, showing up. Like, if there's competition, so what? You're going to make sure right. yourself stands out. And you're going to try to get a date with me or get get a stroll with me on the promenade. A promenade. Or, I mean, that's my new thing. That's <laughs> my new thing. Like, 
Let us promenade. That's be my new thing. Also, let me yes, know at one point. I, I just can, want to promenade. <laughs> let me know at one point I can switch to my British accent. I just, you know, <laughs> I, I just want to add the 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 authenticity to it. Go, yes, you better Hello. be authentic. I mean, actually, so when you were talking about what have I been doing these last months since we've been off air, last couple of weeks, <laughs> I've been consuming so much British content. The Crown, have you? The Crown, Great British Bake Off, RuPaul's Drag Race, yes. UK. Now Bridgerton, I was like, bitch, I'm fuck this country. I'm leaving. I'm part of the Are you very British. I'm Paul to the You basically know the all the history. I'm Paul to the British love. Like, let's just talk about yes. it. That's my British accent for you. I love it. I love it. Okay. So <laughs> now that Louise is officially moving to London <laughs> and fully prepared for it, let's just kind of dive into maybe some of the critiques that we had about the show because that really like or some of the things that yeah like what were your critiques yeah. about the show overall um again more spoilers so they promenade they do this kind of ritualistic courting yeah. and the main two characters Daphne and the Duke what's his name Simon, Simon. yeah together and then they had their little drama ensues and blah 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 yes. but yeah. yes okay yeah um I think my my main critique of the show, I think I had four points of critique. I'll start with mm. two. So I think the okay. first one is, you noted it on our document. So the Asian characters never spoke, except one. I don't know if you caught it. Oh, really? It was, it was when Lady Featherington was in the shop. After the dress the shop. Scandal, okay, right. Right. But like, they did not speak. And I was like, this is so weird. Especially when the queen had two, I forget what they're called, chambermaids or ladies in waiting that like followed Ladies her in waiting or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That like held the dogs. I thought that was really interesting. So that's my first critique. My second critique, Ooh. which as I've said, I've been watching a lot of UK content, one of them being The Crown. I was really surprised that they made a caricature out of Queen Charlotte. Now, point of note. Oh, is that nothing. who that's supposed to be? Yeah. So they call her Charlotte. So I think it's supposed to be Queen Charlotte. So, and apparently like, the, I forget the name of the king. That's actually rooted in historical reality. Like he did have some kind of mental dementia. mental dementia, something or another. But anyway, so the fact that this was like a real queen in history, I was so oh. upset that they made her a caricature when again, we just like watched, I just watched The Crown and like you would never think- <laughs> You're like, to, this is not legitimate. You, you would never think to write Queen Elizabeth as a caricature, but I was more upset, not mm. because you can't caricaturize the queen, but it's like, dang, you gave a black actress the role of Queen Charlotte and you caricaturize the queen. Now, is it because- the queen characters caricaturize or you were like oh it's a black actress we're gonna caricaturize mm. this scene and make it funny lady lady um lady what's it D called whistle down mm -hmm. danbury no, no lady danbury was like the most sophisticated was one of the most like more prominent um what's it called regal like mm. black royals or i forget what they're called you know what i mean like and so i think that was yeah the thing that yeah pissed me off and then the last thing I'll say, I think I forget the, I had four. I'll just say the third one. I think the third <laughs> one that, uh, my third piece of point that bothered me was the fact that it was like the black characters that had the most tragic stories. Lady Marina. Please, where do I Lady, have that written down? Oh, Lady yes, Marina, Lady okay. Marina had like the, or the most, like the worst storyline. She was like, she had child out of wedlock. Her man didn't love her. She was a homewrecker. <laughs> and she was like, they gave her, this was a liar. Yes. It was a liar. And this was a, I think I got a little mad 
not even a little mad. It was like, it was a little bit Tyler Perry-esque. I was like, damn, like you are <laughs> writing When Gossip Girls meets Tyler Perry meets um, Downton Abbey. Yes, that, that's like what one of my friends called it too. And so for me, those were like the real main critiques that it just was like, oh, and I think my main one is I felt duped. I really thought it was just POC and like black people in this. And oh I was like, yeah. Oh no, this is not it. I was like, why is there- quickly learned that that is not the case. No, and I confused the white family. So I'm like, I don't, I like, I started, conf- I was like, wait, what? So I many white guys, so many white guys. I literally, so I had watched it. Cause again, I was like, uh, everybody's talking about it. And we kind of talked about it. I was like, yeah. let me just see like a few episodes. And when I tell you, I then I like started from the beginning when we decided we were going to talk about it. I was like, oh, that's a different white guy than that white guy. Oh, Louise, all of the white men in this show look the exact same. Most of them look like Willy Wonka, like understudies. Like, I don't understand. Like, it was so many white guys and they all look the same. <laughs> I was like, I can't tell you from each other. Right. Um, but this is why we are friends because my critiques are basically the exact same thing. Like, I was really just getting annoyed and I basically only kind of finished it because I knew we were going to talk about it but like I was just really annoyed like I was like okay so what I see when I'm watching this is at the ball okay I do see a black girl back there who's probably like a lady or a duchess or something and she's participating but she don't got no lines she's not in front of the camera she's just somewhere in the background so who are the black people who have who have lines oh uh duke who ain't got no good daddy his mom dies i was like you know what black women already have a high infant mortality rate like this is not and then like just mortality rate in in childbirth and so i'm like the black woman had to die in childbirth then this black daddy had to be basically absentee um and then marina everything you said and then even the black guy who was the fighter like really he just had to be the fighter i did like his wife though but i was like so if we come back again next year, because I was reading a couple comments on yeah. uh, Insta and people were like, you know, uh, with like the, the black characters and some people were like, well, they were just trying to make it like kind of raceless, which Shonda does kind of do. Like she just kind of puts characters in. It's like, oh, oh yeah. you're black. Oh, you're white. But then why couldn't Daphne be black? Like why couldn't that whole family be black? Well, but they she didn't make it racist. Or that next. <laughs> They she didn't make it raceless because Lady Danbury and Simon had this moment oh, that's where she was like, you know, we used to be separate, but then the king wanted to marry one of us. And even how she said it, this very like, <laughs> yeah. we were chosen. It's very like, yeah, it's very yeah. interesting. Even how she wrote it. And one of my friends, we literally like took a walk at work today, and so I got I had like a you a, did a promenade. Pre- we did a pro. And literally, I texted her. I was like. <laughs> Let's do a promenade. Uh, and I sent her the <laughs> gift of Daphne and Simon. But um, yeah. Uh, so I was able to talk about this before, but it was like the, oh, I lost my train of thought. I don't know where I was going. <laughs> Y'all talked about it. You promenade. We'll have to wait until that thought comes back. Interrupt me when you think about it. Yes. Um, but but yes to everything you said. And, and I don't even know what point of this is on Black characters specifically, but if you'll know, if you'll also notice, the main black women in this show did not have love, like romantic love, and so not really. And so right. there's the queen who is black, mm-hmm. even though you know. I but she didn't have love. White skin. 
I did love her hair. Like, I will say, like, yes. bow down to, like, hair and makeup. Like, that fucking afro. And she had dreads. Like, her hair was, like, wrapped in dreadlocks. I was Man. like, okay, now that is amazing. Um, But anyway, but yeah, so the queen, I mean, like, obviously she's married to the king, but, like, there's all of that turmoil that's happening. I couldn't tell in the beginning if she, like, truly wanted him dead. Like, I, I really couldn't tell, like, if she loved him or not. Like, I was like, okay she doesn't hide the fact that she's like okay is he dead or like no okay well then like get like get out of my way and so right i don't know if they're gonna dive more into that later and then lady danbury did, was she ever married like did she ever have a man like how'd she become a lady like i'm assuming <laughs> because of the time she had to have had a husband oh yes yeah the title but like you know since they don't have no young black girls or no young girls of color besides marina and that don't count like none of the black women are just like had a good in love, like, except for that go ahead. except for will's wife which they were poor and so right like, uh-huh. and even the i think i was just so mad that like this is weird to say but that the white characters didn't suffer i'm like and you can make a cast that you can make a case that the feathering featheringtons or whatever they're called did suffer because of the uh, gambling and so now they're yes. basically like broke but i'm like like I don't want to like pity one suffering of a character with another but I'm like sure you got Marina and then you got y'all like <laughs> uh what's her name P- uh, Phil- Philippa and uh Pithorin and Penelope right. and, and Eloise and, Elo- and here's, I mean and here's the thing right like you know probably when it comes down to it and probably what we will see in future seasons apparently this book is a series so I have no idea what happens with Lady yeah. Featherington but here's the thing we also know that there's a lot of scamming going on back then. And so Lady Featherington will probably marry someone else and she'll be fine, right? But like, Mm -hmm. it's, I just didn't, I and even like, I mean, I did feel, maybe Eloise, I sympathize, you know, as like a, uh, as like a- She's supposed to be the feminist of the show. Right. Oh, not Eloise. (laughs) Who's the, who's the uh, lady, who lady, well, spoiler. So Lady Whistledown is the daughter. Uh, Oh, which I was so surprised, Penelope. I was so surprised that they- that they revealed that I was like, oh, they must be doing the show as if there's not going to be a season two. That's what I, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, you should have drawn that out. Because when did we find out who Gossip Girl was? Like, fucking eight seasons. (laughs) Eight seasons later. But yeah, (laughs) I think maybe Penelope, maybe I related to, I related to her suffering as like, oh, like the The fat person. The friend. The fat friend. (laughs) Long, mentally attractive. So I'm like, hmm, okay, maybe you suffered. But like, Damn, like Marina's without child, like or is with child. Like <laughs> with child, then tried to fucking kill the child. And I, I, I will say, I cackled when the doctor was like, "You thought T was gonna." <laughs> well, and so, and I think when we were talking That's on the right. phone, and you were like, or I, the reason I kept watching was because it made me laugh. Like the the soap opera <laughs> moments made me laugh, so that's why I kept watching it. If it didn't have those moments, yes. like I didn't care. Like I really don't care about Jackie <laughs> and Simon. Like boy, get over yourself. Oh my gosh! And her bangs, the bangs. I'm like, bangs. so why did the bangs have to look like that? Like the whole season. <laughs> like she literally was part of it, and the bangs would just be dangling. You know? I was like, and and she's supposed to be the diamond. Of what do they call it? The diamond of the rough, or I don't, diamond of diamond the, of the season, ball, I think, or something. The diamond of the season, like right. not with those bangs, bitch. Like I don't understand. And so I, okay, I don't get it. But right. Anyway. Anyway, I was so like, maybe sh- she's the standard of beauty for that time. Yeah, I think the other thing that kind of um, I thought was interesting, and I don't know what your take is on this. Um, I know a couple of the commentary I saw. Um, 
online was what did you think of like the interaction between Daphne and Simon like the first or what the times that they were having sex and like the moment when like, <sighs> he like forced him to ejaculate now I will preface this with like a content warning of like the mention of rape which I'll put in our show notes but like someone like messaged me on my personal Instagram they were like hey do you want to do you want like a, a, a rape warning for an episode and I was like oh what the fuck I was like what and then I saw that moment and I was like, oh, but then I was talking to like one of my friends and it was kind of like, well, it's like, she didn't mm, really know, right? Like she, she like really did not know that men could ejaculate inside her, but the way that it was still filmed and especially to me, I would constitute it as a non-consensual sexual act, right? Like a non-consensual okay, sexual I'll act take that. Yeah. because like, like, I mean, clearly he was not. Okay. he was not okay with it, and like, and and my thing is like, yes, she didn't know before, but you had the knowledge. Just because you had the knowledge, now, I will like, say from personal experience that has happened to me. <laughs> right. Well, and I want that perspective. You could have like made it more obvious. I literally didn't know it was happening. Well, <laughs> and and I think for me, like, and I think what to me made it a little bit cringeworthy is when she flipped and got on top of him. I'm like that to me like shows a little bit of, you know, what you were doing. And so for me, you know, I call it a non-consensual sexual act that happened. And that was a little cringe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me, so let me just back up to just the topic of sex with the Duke Daphne. and Daphne and how much they burn, which I was like, you cannot say in 2021 that you burn for someone because that's going to mean something completely <laughs> different. I burn for you. <laughs> like, no, I do. I would like to never burn for someone if I can help it. Have um, you ever shuddered? Like, have you ever shuddered from someone like slightly grazing your fingers? <laughs> no, I cannot say that one's gentle touch. And of course, you know me, I like went through and read articles like just about like people's commentary about the show and like, that's what like a lot of the uh, relationship takeaways that we were supposed to get was that, you know, sexy, intimate time doesn't have to be full on sex. It can be the gentle touch of someone putting their finger on the nape of your neck. Anyway, so all that to say, so we're watching the show. The thing that just always kind of sticks with me with stuff like this is that these are young girls. Like that, the yeah. kid, you just got your fucking period. I was what, like 13 or something. So I was like, okay, I'm supposed to be watching this. If I'm like, what do they call it when you um, remove yourself, remove yourself, removal of disbelief or suspension of disbelief? Like when you're watching something, yeah. and you're like, suspend supposed disbelief. To really yeah. Thank you. So I'm suspending disbelief. So okay, this is supposed to be like a teenager, and so like it really kind of made me uncomfortable mm-hmm. that she was having that much sex, and that she was having sex like that. I was watching on the stairs, yeah, on the table, uh, in the bitch! library. On the on the bike. courtyard, honey. As a vagina having human, you can like you gotta let it rest. Like you, that. Oh my gosh, do you think that's why she burns? She was literally burning. She was literally burning. I'm trying to warn you, but no, yeah. like. I was, I literally had to, like, after I watched, like, whatever the last episode, I, like, had to Google the characters, because I was, like, I know they're not teenagers in real life, but, like, I just, like, need to know that they're, like, adults, and so she's 25 in real life, and Penelope is 33. Well, and (laughs) there was a reference to age only really with Colin, with Colin, it was talked about, like, like, oh, he just, like, finished his courses, 
so he's too young to get married. And for me, I wait, what like, are man courses? I'm assuming the same thing, like courses for like I forget what he's. No like, courses they, is periods for women. Oh, maybe it's not courses. She was like, I didn't he's, have my courses this month. Oh, that's right. They said something with Colin. I cannot remember what it was. But something. they basically was it strings. They basically denoted like he just finished. Basically, like he's still he's not Everybody? a man, which means to me, I'm mm-hmm. like, is he 17 or 18? Like it was that was the only thing that was discussed in terms of age. But I mean, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, this is why it's no coincidence that the ingenue, uh, maybe that's the mm. pod word of the day, ingenue. Yeah. Um, which is just like, you know, like uh I was like, tell us damsel, what damsel in distress, like the young thing, the young pretty thing. It's no coincidence that the ingenue is like a petite white very fair um yeah a woman right like they could have made yeah they could have made um uh they could have made her a bunch of other identities that were more inclusive right like you're saying why couldn't (laughs) Daphne be black like that to me would have been the most interesting like and also let me take this moment to say maybe the most inclusive period piece we will ever have is like the Whitney Houston Cinderella (laughs) so that's I was like, well, you know, the mama is going to have an Asian baby with a Hispanic daddy. Like, it's just going to be, you know, why not? Like, just mix it all up and see, like, literally not care about the race. I I think, anyway, all that to say, back to Daphne and Simon with that scene. So I was a little confused because obviously, so many things annoyed me, most of which I think I've mentioned. But one of the things that really annoyed me was the the mom uh what is mrs madam lady bridgerton and her inability to prepare her daughter to be to talk about sex to like have sex to be a wife and honestly i did appreciate that scene when daphne went off on her because i was like this don't make no fucking sense like you're sending your child out here and you don't even tell them just uh well when you when a husband and a wife ooh, well i don't know what you've done oh you don't have to Girl, if you don't just, why do you think your daughter is any more knowledgeable than you are? Like, y'all right. keep women in the dark. So at least let her know, like, this can be fun for you, girl. Like, bust it down. <laughs> like, right. I mean, I think Daphne figured it out. But like, <laughs> well, and like when um, she had to go down to yeah. the maid's quarters or whatever it's called. Yes. Like, yes. Her, her maid or her, I don't know what, again, I never know what they're called. Maid, yeah, lady, the lady, lady, the waiting, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and that was just funny to me. But yeah, so talk to us more about that because I did see a couple articles about like, you know, women admitting like, I actually I actually am Daphne. Like I did not know about stuff going into like my first like sexual experience. Oh. So what, do you think that like normalize, like do you think it like normalizes not knowing or normalizes the fact that the conversation should be had more around sex? I'm, I'm hoping the latter. Like I'm, well, I mean, I guess, both like it's it's totally fine but I feel like that is common knowledge that like we we as a society are generally uncomfortable with sex topics or talking about sex or whatever and don't worry cuties we will have an episode all about sex in one of these days so we are not the folks that are uncomfortable but I mean like plenty of people are and I think about the conversations about sex that I've had with my mom and I don't know why I added an s to the end of conversations or conversation when it's really only been one where I was just like, so how does a penis work? (laughs) 14 or something. And so, but like we, that was better than what I got. That was really when I got, my mom was like, if you ever need condoms, let me know. I'm like, well, and see, 
Okay. I was like, so shit. many things. So, like, so she like assumes that you just knew kind of like what to do well, and was like, I'll just give you protection. Where's my mom? I was like, I'm not going to talk about it to my right. daughter. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like just, so impersonal, uh, but like it talks about, I mean, I think it like it all, I think it's also a reflection of like how much our own bodies that we have are like such a mystery to us. And people further perpetuate the mystery by not talking about it, by not talking yes. about pleasure. And the fact that Simon had to be like, girl, if you don't touch yourself down there, <laughs> like. And then, like, like, I have so, okay, maybe this is the reality. I have so many mixed feelings about that show because, about this show, because I appreciate it that Simon was like, masturbation, here's <laughs> a new realm of your sexuality or right. the first realm, I guess. I like he didn't shame her, right? That was actually really good. Like, he was a little bit shocked, but yeah. he, wasn't like, he wasn't like laughing. He was like, damn, you face. don't know anything? <laughs> but like, right. Yikes. But like, I mean, clearly he was like, well, shit, if I have to marry your ass, like, mm-hmm. you, we need to know how to get it in. So like, you might as well be a sexual being. And I'm like, isn't that something that this man is supposed to be a duke? And he, for all intents and purposes, is liberal about, like, a woman's sexuality. Like, he was going down on her. I was like, hey, like, come on, Regency. Conalingas. <laughs> like, let's get it. Um, but I'm like, so you're a duke. So you have a platform. So, like, you could be, like, this man that's, like, maybe not specifically about, like... <laughs> Reproductive justice advocacy <laughs> during the Regency era. Sexual health and wellness. You I know, could see you writing like, like a lady whistle down <laughs> sex related column in the Regency era. And you know what your name would I be? Can... Your what name would, would be? be Lady Yes Go Down. <laughs> <laughs> You're Yes, my uh, Regency era identity has been sealed here. That's exactly what it would be. Um, because, I mean, and honestly, Lady, Lady Whistledown, like while she's doing others' drama, she should be. But if you think about who she really is, she's Penelope. And so Penelope was like, well, I don't even understand how you got pregnant, Marina. And so I'm just like, no. the girls are so stupid. Not stupid. The girls are so ignorant. Like they're really ignorant. And it's just, it is mind blowing that you could send out a child into this world with that level of ignorance, but with that level of like responsibility and expectation mm-hmm. that's put on them. And I really cringed when the big brother, I think his name was Anthony, yeah. when he ran to Colin, when Colin was like, I'm gonna wife Maria, <laughs> which bless his heart, bless his heart. But uh, Anthony's response was like, ah, oh, shit, I should have taken you to some prostitutes like I should have took you to a brothel mm-hmm. so you could like not be pressed to get married and I'm like really but Daphne can't even look you know at this man twice without y'all like or can't be in the out. garden by herself like can't, can't be yes the garden and now she has to marry this man if he don't kill you in a duel which yeah. I will say I would I know it's 2021 but if two men ever did choose to duel over me I feel special. Yeah. I, I'm just saying. Like, I wouldn't, if y'all got to that point and you really had to pick and, like, okay, duel it out. You know, maybe you don't have to kill each other, but there was a doctor on the side, so it's fine. <laughs> there was, but, um, I, I, I didn't understand what the second man was. I was like, what do they do? Do they shoot someone in your honor? What do, they, do they inspect the gut? <laughs> like, the gut? I was very oh, you die. <laughs> And I'm just like, you they drag thought, your body off. Right, we thought about <laughs> duels, like, it was also let me just say this. I didn't care about Anthony and his like opera 
girlfriend. I thought it was really interesting because the middle brother, I can't remember, the second son, maybe. Second son. <laughs> second son. Who like ended up with the artist and like his whole like yes. underground. Well, like, and like his underground, like the sex, sex clubs. And I, was yes. like, no, and I really wanted him to be like secretly gay. I was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> oh my God. So I thought, I was, I like, thought he was about to be totally going to be gay for the artist. Yeah. Like, the artist, like. Yeah. So I know one of the things. He was like, no, I'm like fully about. in love with another Ooh. man. <laughs> right. Well, and I was like, that's I don't want so interesting. It was like, it's not that they're even in an open marriage or no. Yeah, it's not even that they're in an open marriage. They're just in like in a marriage agreement. They're like, we will be married because society tells us so. But we're, like, this is just an arrangement. Like, it's just an agreement. Right. She's married. Like, she gets protection and freedom. And right. I get and to like, gets, you know. Yeah. Well, it was yeah so know. i thought that was really interesting Maybe I, won't, I wouldn't be questioned my sexuality wouldn't be why right, right. Yeah. and i think it was cool to be like okay at least they brought that up because i'm sure i'm that it was the reality for for so many people so i did appreciate those moments yeah. like of possible uh like moments where the show was grounded in reality and truth mm-hmm. yes i definitely thought second son and the artist were gonna get it in but he he wasn't ready for the artist, I guess he he wanted him a little dressmaker, Duquois. Which, by the way, did you ever think that she was Lady Whistledown? I did, especially towards the end. I did too. Yeah, I was like, oh, I thought she was gonna be Lady Whistledown because that made so much sense. It made so much sense. Like you hear a bunch of shit. I knew in the episode where they're like, well, Marina's ass is pregnant. She tripped up Colin. I knew P- Penelope had something to do with it. I thought they knew. I thought her and Eloise had figured out who Whistledown was. Because I was like, right. obviously, this is Penelope trying to make sure her Colin, her Colin doesn't go marry Marina. And so here's the thing, though. I will. So when it came to the triangle of Marina, Colin, and Penelope, mm-hmm. I will say I was torn. I was torn between the fat girl and the black girl. Because as a fat <laughs> black girl... <laughs> black girl to win but I want the fat girl to win too and so I did not know what to do I didn't know what to you do. you were conflicted <laughs> I know I kind of felt I weird was. about it I mean but it's also one of those things where I'm like man like I I get it right like I get it you for which one for who Marina or? uh for Penelope right like I get it like oh you, mm-hmm. You, you like someone and you don't feel like they like you back and they just view you as a friend. I get it, girl. But like, you don't gotta, yes, be, you don't gotta be vindictive, right? Like, you don't gotta be vindictive toward Marina. Like, that's just too much. Like, what did Marina do to and you? And then his ass left anyway. Like, right. And I mean, that was a sad moment, right? When she was like, I have something to tell you. And she's about to say like, I love you. And then he was like, bye girl, going to Greece. See you later. <laughs> About to have all these yeah, euros. Santorini, right? right. About to have some Santorini vibes. What's it called? Miyako, Miyakos? Mi- <laughs> Mykonos? Wait, Mi- is it Mykonos? <laughs> no, you're right. It's Mykonos. I think it's <laughs> like, Miyakonos. Is it? Miyakonos. Miyakonos Islands. That's like the Yiddish Greek version. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Yiddish. Oh my gosh. Well, and I totally forgot until this moment that Marina ended up with George still, right? Yeah. No, 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 George died. He actually oh, did no, no, die. the brother. That was her she brother. Never, that was right. yeah, that was his brother. Right, right. Who so was Marina like out of there. duty, he defiled you, so I will marry you. And I was like, well, and I think that's what I'm saying, right? Is that she's still <laughs> lost after throughout all of this? Like, 
not wanting her like not knowing if her love was going to write her back like trying to commit like her own abortion maybe part suicide like yeah i just was shook like she's still marina went through it marina went through and i think it's what reminded me of a tyler perry movie i'm like girl this is like there's no (laughs) need for like these dramatics like the black woman doesn't have to suffer like to learn lessons really doesn't and that's the thing is i always when i think about writing i'm like yes characters have to learn lessons for growth as humans do but like do you have to make them suffer to this extent for them to to learn lessons so that they can Mm -hmm. grow like no you didn't have to because Daphne didn't experience that. A lot of other people didn't experience hardships to learn lessons. I mean, to me, Daphne- Right, she got to learn how to masturbate. Right, she got to learn, like, that's that's it. That's, like, the new knowledge she has as a character. I mean, Daphne is honestly a boring, a very poorly written and very boring character. Simon is this interesting, like, like, girl, we all hate our, like, we all just like our family. (laughs) We all got problems. Get over it. Like- (laughs) Bye. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> when he was like, I was like, Simon, Simon, sweetie, bring it back. You told you you got what you want. You told your dad on his deathbed that you were not going to seed an heir or whatever the fuck. That was good enough. Like he's dead. He won't know if you actually have a baby. Right. Not like- and what does having the name mean? What does that mean for anything? Like it's not tarnished, right? The name. No, no, no. it's not tarnished. But he so. I get why he did it. So his dad was so obsessed with the name and the um, status that he right. did not care that the mama died. And he literally disowned this kid because he, because Simon was about to be the embarrassment to the name. But right. so he was like, shit, which I was like, sir, it's 1813. Just go have a baby with somebody and have, I don't know, just get another heir. Like I was confused about that piece. Yeah. But he was so obsessed with like, we have to be the Duke of Hastings, similar to Lady Danbury. Like they, they gave this to, like they made us black people like this title. So like we need to like be the best of the best, and oh. you're not, and I'm disappointed, and I hate you. And so Simon's revenge was like, well, guess what, boo? It's gonna stop at me. Like this, this, this line is about to die because I don't want to do this. Like I, like <laughs> I'm over it. And I was like, I get that, but Simon, okay, you still gotta, I don't know, do shit, and you apparently like I Daphne mean- and. Simon was very like Tiffany Pollard to Pumpkin, like slap me, bitch! Like you better do it. That that is a good perspective. Yes. I did not, I did not think about it like that. But I was like, yeah, like, it was just I, so extreme. It, it was just too extreme. And actually, I don't think I even told you what my real reason for watching Bridgerton was. So I was what not going to watch it. Reason? I was not going to watch it. I was just like, no, yes. I don't. Eh, it. Eh, I have other stuff to watch. But anyway, so. Um, <laughs> there was this NPR piece and I'll, and I'll link it in our show notes, but it was uh, the Duke, uh, sorry, the character of Simon redefines masculinity. And I'm like, interesting. I was like, let me listen to it halfway through. <laughs> and then I think the, oh, actor, you did? Okay. the actor was being interviewed and was like, yeah, you know, like Simon is really like, wears a lot of his stuff on his sleeve. And I'm like, bitch, where? Like, because most Daphne of the time, Daphne literally was digging out your daddy's dead letters to find right. out why you don't no, want kids. So I mean, no, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back and listen to that seven minute episode. But I'm like, oh, I would, <laughs> because here's the thing. I was like, oh shit, like, oh maybe this character does redefine masculinity and like how awesome for it to be like a black actor playing a black duke and like what does this say around sure. masculinity? I was and it's like central to my professional work. So I was like, oh, let me check it out. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Then three episodes, and I was like, oh no, this is not. This is not <laughs> it. But it's funny, so I'll keep watching. But that's like the only right, reason. Like, 
there was really what no... What do you think they thought was him redefining masculinity? I think because was he it was the so... Was <laughs> the cunnilingus. Lady Lingus, that would be your whistle down lane. Lady Lingus. I have no evidence to support any claim that the Duke redefines masculinity because okay. he's trash for like 90% of the, the series. Maybe 80. Maybe 90 is a little harsh. 80. I'm like trying to think what would he have redefined because okay when we think about masculinity I guess we would think about like some version of the boxer because he's strong and big right. and Anthony is like the leader of the house even though he's a son right. um so this is the character of Simon specifically redefined masculinity well right but I'm saying like uh-huh. okay that I'm saying but they are not redefined like they are traditional masculinity oh, yeah, yeah. so I'm like how is Simon different from those characters because I was still boxing barehanded in the ring too. Like if, if there's not a more like, like stereotypical, um, oh, archaic definition or example of masculinity, it is two men hitting each other with no protection, okay. shirtless in a ring. <laughs> like, I don't know. Now here's a question I have for you. Would you have taken the money to throw the match? Yes, bitch. <laughs> yes. I, and I was so nervous that when he accepted the agreement that Featherington was not going to give him the money. Right. But I thought Featherington was going to be like, psych! Like, well, do you think those two guys that went after Featherington, are they going to go after him? Do you think that? Well, I don't because I don't think he knows. I, or, or I'm hoping that they don't know that he was in... Well, I guess they would yeah. know. Also... I guess he knew he threw it. I don't know. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know. Probably, because I guess that's more of like a storyline. A good storyline. Yeah. Also, did you... When Lord Featherington walked into the room, did you know what was about to happen when you saw the bottle or no? Which bottle? The bottle that they had. So, like, when Lord Featherington walked into the room, the two men are sitting there with a bottle. Did you know what was about to happen in that moment? That they were going to make him drink poison to kill him? Oh! I, okay, was, I guess I was the only second. person who saw because I noticed on the bottle it's I knew very they were going to kill him right. I knew there I, was I, like faintedly on the bottle I we had to go back and rewatch and watch it it's a poison. poison but it's very faint but I was like oh man, did it really yeah I think they made him drink the bottle like they made him drink the poison damn they're like we're not going to kill you I but you'll drink this bottle him. and you will die like right yeah. Well, and I mean, so I misspoke earlier and I said the girls are stupid. Like I said, I don't think the girls, I don't think the women in this um, series are stupid. I do think they are all ignorant. And I do think the men are stupid. (laughs) I just want to make sure I um, share my thoughts, express my thoughts correctly. The women are ignorant. The men are stupid. And so here's another example of a stupid man. Um, Lord Featherington, he has a gambling problem, which you know, he can talk about addiction another time. But like, okay, he has a gambling problem, but he has this family of five to support. And so he is shady because he needs the money. Okay, fine. An ends to a means or whatever. No one gets hurt except for him. But, you know, he throws this match. He gets this money. The family's good. But then when they tell Lady, when they tell Portia, which I, I love that moment when Lord Feathering was like, Oh, shoot, I'm caught. I'm so sad. Portia, I don't know what to do. And she was like... Oh, yeah. That was a weird moment. She was like... She was like, I don't... (laughs) You need to, like, get yourself together. I don't really know. Am I comforting you? Right. That that was clearly not not the relationship they had. 
clearly not. Um, but when she found out he died and immediately ran to the desk to see if she was still broke or to see if she still had money and nothing was there, I was like, so you're telling me he took all that money, all of it to go gamble? I mean, you couldn't even left some of it. Like, even at the thought that you might get robbed or scammed. Oh, like, and, and clearly, see, I interpret it as like they came in the middle of the night to take the money. But I guess they couldn't. They weren't <laughs> able to get into the house. That's a better. I like that. I yeah. That explanation is better. That like, I mean, yeah. As soon as he walked into the house, I was like, "Oh, you're about to gamble all this money away." I was like, "This was so pointless." Child, anyway, we could go on and on. Let me wrap us up by asking you for your kind of final overall thoughts about season one of Bridgerton, maybe about the characters, if you relate it to any of the characters. Um, Would you recommend this show? Favorite part, least favorite part, all that good stuff. (laughs) I will answer one by one. Question one. (laughs) So I think I have two favorite parts, and they're so small. But, like, they Mm -hmm. make me laugh. I forgot the second one, but the first one. Actually, I remember both (laughs) of them. Okay. I remembered both of them. Okay. So, one of my favorite parts was when they're in, um, Lady Featherington and Marina are in the shop with, the dress shop with uh, Madame de Croix. Um, <laughs> yes. And you know, Madame Dequa. You is see like, how I have a spell on here? Yes, Dequa. Thank you. I would not know how to say it otherwise. But when <laughs> Madame Dequa is like, "Girl, your money's no good here. Like, you cannot take these dresses and whatever, whatever." And Marina is like in French, like, "Oh, like we're French. Like your accent doesn't sound right. We're all good here, right?" And I was like, "Yes, bitch, work." Like. Yeah, because yes. like, you can't see Marina have any kind of power in any situation. So it was just good for yeah, her to be like, to secure the bag. And like, she was like, even if it's a fake bag, secured nonetheless. <laughs> One character that we yeah. have not talked about of the many, you know, Willy Wonka ets that were part of the show is, yeah, so many I forget her name, but the the mansion, the estate of the Duke, Clive Grove or whatever it was called. Something uh-huh, like uh-huh. that. But you know what I'm talking about. The estate of the- the manager? The, the manager of the house, the, the lady of the house okay. was overseeing the house. But when she was shading Daphne and she and she was having all these suggestions <laughs> and she was like, yes, ma'am. Like just <laughs> could like not take any of her shit, but was like, I mean, you're the Duchess bitch. Um, so I guess we I will so be. wondered what that was about. Like, I'm like, yeah. when are you gonna have two? Well, I mean, it's not like you brought a black girl in here. Like, shit. Like, but, but I think what did like, you want? You know, I think it's like, you know, you're like, this is your whole like career like you got this house like it's not yours but it's yours like you run it like you have, you have and clearly yes. we got we got to see that she was really close to or seemingly really close to Simon's mom that passed away like held her in high regard oh so that's right. kind okay. of like you're kind of like the mom who's a little bit unsure of the new woman in the house and you're trying to establish okay. dominance but because of the period <laughs> of the time you know that she's she's over you so she's right so whatever you want right. to do even if you disagree I thought that was funny I guess I identified. Yes, because honey, when da- when she saw Daphne picking those flowers, she was like, oh, like, oh, bitch, if you don't get up, this <laughs> is not your job. I don't know. Would I recommend? Yes, like seven out of 10. <laughs> I think it's okay. funny if you can like get past like the all the weird like race dynamics, like racialization, but not racialization of the characters. It has its mm-hmm. funny moments. And then I think I'll watch season two. Because again, this is this has so much hype around it. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. I fully believe that if we were not in a global pandemic, please continue to wear your mm. mask. I don't know if the show yes. would have been as popular. Netflix is like, 
touting all these like most stream, most stream. And I think Bridgerton is like top five or top 10 most streamed for the yeah. whole platform. But I'm like, girl, that's just because we're at home. Like as we, talking, <laughs> we have nothing. We have, as we were talking before, I was like, girl, I'm used to being here on these streets. Like I'm not, I'm usually not watching any Netflix stuff. So right. What about exactly. you? What are your like thoughts on okay. the show? Favorite so, part, I will say for whatever reason, one of my favorite parts was when the queen was casually just doing cocaine. <laughs> and, oh my like, god, doing I a forgot. conversation. <laughs> I forgot. You just have what did Davis Bay call it? A, a snuffy bump? Like, I was like, wait, she just she just does cocaine. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And I'm like, that Love probably, it. I mean that's that is the privilege and power like you can do whatever you want in front of right. like no one who's gonna check you nobody and i also loved her her hair like the hair like i appreciate it because there were a few black men with dreads i was like yes like i appreciate that, that we are not trying to water down blackness in that way though obviously to everything we've said there's mm-hmm. some stuff that's problematic but anyway so that was one of my um favorite moments I'll say, besides all the other things that I've mentioned, one of my least favorite moments, speaking of, you just reminded me, speaking of the manager of the Duke's estate, I was annoyed that nobody told that little white girl that she was supposed to pick a pig to win. So the folks that feed oh, the oh families or get the yes. money. I was not setting her up. Like the Duke was just standing there. And I'm like, so you're telling me either you've been gone from this town so long that you don't know, or you just didn't feel the need to tell your wife that she was supposed to pick a pig as a winner. Those townspeople were like, bitch, I don't get no food for a year, no pigs for a year, no contract. Fuck you. I don't want your stupid flowers. God. <laughs> Funny. Right. Oh yeah. Funny, she was trying but... to come down and like, what happened to like the, the town person who was the, the, the mom who was pregnant. That was like, that's like, just what literally that... walking like those were the gags like... that made me laugh i was like girl this is i will eat this shit up <laughs> i'm like okay sure why not um and then of course my least favorite parts were pretty much most of the sex scenes with the duke and daphne um did i identify with any of the characters like i said before you know i definitely identified with penelope um just being the you know, fat chubby character who was the friend who wasn't seen like as being taken seriously. So would I recommend the show? Um, sure. Why not? <laughs> like I, I would tell people, you know, watch it and make your own opinions about it. Was it the best show that I've seen as of late? No, like no. it just, I was like, wait, so the whole totality of their lives is just, finding a husband like right. and this is coming from someone who would like to seriously find a husband right now like someone put me on a promenade like I can walk I can walk around but it's just it it was a little flat at moments and that was part yeah. of the reason I had stopped watching it for a minute I was like okay like I I I get the routine but I'm over it so well, and that. I and I couldn't help but also con- sometimes compare it to Scandal because some of these Daphne Simon moments reminded me of like Olivia <laughs> like, and did you notice really? like, they, there was a use of music so there was like con- like there was a specific like musicality mm-hmm. they had their every song. Time. I didn't notice they that had their, yeah. yeah I'm just like they had the I don't love you yes I love you Ugh, I'm gonna take off my clothes now Olivia and Fitz <laughs> weren't getting it now Olivia and Fitz were busting it down in the presidential library but yes, yes, it was this very yes, like oh my gosh, pull. you're absolutely right. Yes, it was very much this yes. push and pull, like 
oh, we don't like each other, but we do. And you annoy me, but I want you to be around. And I will like, go Every time I look at you, your right. eyes are like sex eyes. Right. I will go into the sun with you, but you have to earn me is what Olivia said. Right. Will I watch season two? I will because I was annoyed that they revealed Lady Whistledown, even though I guess maybe that's how it happened in the book. And so now I do want to kind of watch Penelope a little bit more to see like, right. is she, isn't she or whatever. But truly, I'm like, how the fuck did she have time to write that? Because she seemed, well, I mean, I guess she wasn't really at the ball. Well, I don't know. See, and those types of things, I'm like, do I go back and watch to look and see if no, she was looking like sneaky? And I'm like, I don't have the time, but I'll pay attention to it if there is a second season. Um, Cause I'm curious to see if, how I'm curious to see how Eloise will feel when she finally finds out. Because her face, when she found out it wasn't Lady Duquois, she was, I was like, girl, why are you so distraught? You didn't even tell anyone you knew. Like, what? Right, like, it's not that calm serious. Down. Well, I mean, it was not that serious. Not that serious. Eloise was hinging on knowing who Lady Whistledown was because, like, she kind of revered that, she, like, she assumed so much about Lady Whistledown that she was yeah, existing yeah. outside of society's constraints and she was able to make yes. money. And I was like, girl, I mean, I don't know who it is, but I'm like, she could be married and have like she could be a lady of society, and you literally because y'all don't really do anything, and mm-hmm. it may not be worth it, sis. Exactly. Now, although I will say, now that uh, the Featheringtons are officially broke, hopefully Lady Whistledown is charging people for these papers so she can make some money for right. the. Paper. Because I don't really know what else they're gonna. Well, do. and maybe like yeah, like maybe Penelope will just run off. Maybe she'll go to Greece. Maybe she'll run off with all her money, <laughs> as from Lady Whistledown, go to Greece. I would love that. I, I do think ultimately, I'm gonna say that Penelope will end up with Colin. Like I, I just feel like yeah, that's gonna be one of the things that happens. It's a little be, cutie. Like, the last I'm like, episode. Sure. Yeah. I'm a little cutie. I'm like, go on. Why, why not? Why not? He, out, out of all of them, he's not the worst. Anyway, that is where they are, or that is where we are with the series Bridgerton. Um, we gave Shonda, we gave you, you know, two more sets of streams. I hope you appreciate that. We appreciate you more than ABC Disney does. <laughs> like, we support you. You're amazing. The show hopefully will get better um, and more ethnic. Like, I don't want to just see black and white people either. Right. Um, now, will I fully stay on it like I did for Scandal? Or how to get it with murder? No, like right. I will, mm. I will. I don't have to watch it. Like right when it comes out, I will get to it when I get to it. Yeah, I'm like I want to be a part of the conversations about it, and yeah. I I appreciate what shows do like this. Excuse me, what shows like this do for the culture? And so there's like hella memes and videos, and I love when I get a reference. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, that uh, is really yes. funny because I watched the show and this is comical. Right. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm like other than trying to figure out how to promenade with um gentlemen callers how to get more callers and how to be sexually aroused by a gentle touch on my hand (laughs) like these these are the lessons i'm leaving with um and i'm just gonna keep my fingers crossed what did you call me lady uh well no either lady lingus or lady Lady go down on you or something like that i forgot what i put it you know what, Corden Cuties, tell us what fun names you would be if you were Lady Whistledown. And in the meantime, don't forget to keep it cute and court with confidence. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, y'all, to another episode of Courting in Color. 
Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or email us at courtincolor at gmail.com. Head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us. Court dismissed. Bye. Bye.